Welcome to Goodbody's Market Pulse update for 8th of November. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets. Today, we're joined by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. Uh, We had a big change in interest rate expectations last week. Can you just talk listeners through that kind of reversal in, in, in views? Yeah, sure. Yes, we we had a reversal in the interest rate expectations. So the previous week, commentators were pulling forward the timing for interest rate increases, both in US and, and the euro area. Um, and last week that went into reverse. I guess there were two trigger points for it. Uh, first, we had the Bank of England meeting, BC meeting, and everyone expected them to increase interest rates uh, immediately. And they didn't by a vote of seven to two, which surprised all commentators. Indeed, went a little bit against their own commentary. But I guess you would take away from it just how reticent central banks are increasing interest rates, even if their commentary sounds quite hawkish and uh, the, the, the governor did sound quite hawkish uh, when it came down to it, that they walked away from it. Then the second thing was from the Fed. So we had the announcement of tapering, as we expected, to begin tapering. But Chair Powell, in his commentary, then sort of expanded a little bit on uh, how long do you wait to see how transient inflation is? And he was talking about the middle of next year, that they'll come to a judgment about how transient or not inflation forces are. So that pushes the interest rate increase in the US out towards the fourth quarter of next year. So again, where we had been coming in towards the middle of the year that we might see them rise, it was pushed back out again. So the result of that was, you know, 10-year bond yields dropped across the world, US down about 10 basis points, euro area down about 15 basis points. And I guess that that sort of gave, gave a spur to asset, all asset markets as we saw those declining interest rate expectations. And, and Bernard, Q3 earnings season continued again last week and yeah. continues to um, really surprise on the upside as well. Absolutely, yeah. It's turning out to be a very strong one. So if we take the, the what are the top line statistics like in the US, earnings growth year on year coming in at about 40%, 10 percentage points higher than we would have expected at the start of the reporting season. In the euro area, we're getting 50% year-on-year earnings growth, about five percentage points higher than expected at the start of the reporting season. So they're not as strong as we've had in the previous quarters, but you'd expect that to start fading and that analysts start to get the forecast right. But they're still way underestimating profitability of companies. Where is it coming from? Uh, very strong sales growth, uh, I suppose, is the biggest feature that's that's driving the early surprise. So companies are talking about, yes, they have supply chain issues. Yes, they have cost pressures, but demand is so strong that they're able to cope with all those pressures and deliver better than expected results. And I suppose a key one, if you look at it in the US, in the S&P 500, over 70% of companies that are reported actually increased their guidance. Despite talking about supply chain issues and cost pressures, uh, they actually increased their guidance for the year. Uh, so it's a, a very, very strong, uh, much stronger even than we would have been optimistic. But this is turning out much stronger than even we would have expected. So I suppose, Bernard, then, is there anything, I mean, that's a very clear path for, for markets. Is there anything to disrupt markets, do you feel, between between now and year end? We can talk about um, the outlook a little bit later because I know we have an yeah. outlook coming up in December. But yeah, anything to disrupt markets, do you feel, or or is there momentum yeah. just that strong? Well, we'd feel that it will be a good good end to the year. Um, that's driven by, A, the US economy 
performing well. It had its Delta variant weakness. It seems to be coming out of that quite strongly now. We have calm fixed income markets. So with interest rate expectations pushed out again, the fixed income markets should be relatively calm into the end of the year. Um, and we still have an earnings story. Yes, we've had big beats in the third quarter, but the full year figures haven't been moved very much by analysts. So we feel there's still potential for upgrades on the earnings side from forecasts. So we think that'll be a positive uh, through to the end of the year. When we think about what could disrupt it now, you can always have unusual events, you know, a geopolitical crisis flares up somewhere. Uh, but if we exclude those in ones that are in our normal horizon, I guess internationally, the biggest one is still China. Does it slow down very precipitously? Its property market still seems in difficulty. We had a house builder who defaulted last week on, on a bond uh, in China. So that's probably the biggest risk. But the authorities are moving the other way. Uh, they are trying to support the economy. So hopefully that, that it if anything comes there, it won't be major. Um, I, get, I guess closer to home, we have the ongoing UK-EU uh, negotiations and does UK trigger Article 16? That might be more a Euro area concern rather than a global one, but obviously for us in Ireland, it would be emotionally anyway, if nothing else. Um, so I, I guess they're the two big things sitting out there, China and, and what happens in those UK negotiations. But we think there's a, there's a lot of pieces in place to give us that that end year, our, our Santa run, as they call it. Very good. Um, and I know we do have our outlook for 22. Uh, it's coming up on the 2nd of December. And I yes. know we'll be inviting people to that later this week. So we, we can definitely talk about some of those things in a bit more detail that day. But look, for now, uh, thanks, Bernard, for that. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to gobrid.ie forward slash insights.